0: Hey, everybody. I'm so glad that you're back here with us uh, for this next story that we're going to be talking about um, as we journey together through the book of Acts. Uh, last Sunday, uh, you would have heard the Peter and Cornelius story as we, we see the that the Holy Spirit is bringing the gospel out to the Gentiles and more people are becoming saved. And it's this clash of cultures between the the, the Jewish culture and, and the Gentile culture as, as, as the, with the different foods and the different cultures. And, the different, and so you're seeing this clash of cultures happen and the uh, gospel of Jesus Christ spreading. And um, the Holy Spirit falls on the Gentiles. And now we're going to be jumping back in at Acts chapter 11, starting in verse 1. So now the apostles and the brothers who are throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party criticized him saying, you went to the uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began and explained it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying and in a trance, I saw a vision, something like a great sheet descending, being let down from heaven by its four corners. And it came down to me. Looking at it closely, I observed animals and beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air. And I heard a voice saying to me, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, by no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered a second time from heaven, what God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times and all was drawn up again into heaven. And behold, at that very moment, three men arrived at the house in which we were, sent to me from Caesarea. And the Spirit told me to go with them, making no distinction. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen an angel uh, stand in his house and say, "'Send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will declare to you a message by which you will be saved, you and all your household.'" As I began to speak the holy word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave the same gift to them as he gave to us, when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could stand in God's way? When they heard these things, they fell silent. And they glorified God saying, Then to the Gentiles and also also God has granted repentance that leads to life. sending it to the elders by the hand of barnabas and saul so that's a big passage i mean basically you you have peter explaining how the gospel transcends culture Mm -hmm. and he's saying look look this is not just for us right this is for um you know which would have been the greeks you know whenever it says Hellenist, that's what it's talking about and and then the the he just retells the story, just like we're retelling the story, right? <laughs> he retells the story and says, this is what happened. This and, is the vision. And I, I, you know, I think something that really stood out to me is they all sat there silent because this is a group of people who feel very strongly about their religious convictions, about circumcision, about what it meant to be a Jew. And they're trying to follow God, but God is literally specifically saying, include this group of people. Yes, that would have been very distasteful to everyone in the room. There was this, there was a, a certain amount of racism involved here, mm-hmm. where it's like I don't want to have anything to do with them. We don't we don't want to mix with them culturally, um, nationally in any way.
1: Yeah, there was an enormous amount of animosity between the two the two groups,
0: and so it would have been shocking to them. And it just says that they they all were silent. Yeah. So there's this moment. And it's just neat that it describes it down to that detail. Mm-hmm. And then they go, "Well, I guess the Gentiles also got his granted repentance that leads to life. And <laughs> like turn the corner.
1: Yeah,
0: And uh, you know, we know they don't they don't fully do that perfectly because later there's problems again. Yes. but but literally, they're making an effort to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit into areas that they didn't expect him to lead them. Yeah. and um, and then you have the church in Antioch, which is sort of you begin to see. Um, the Gospel being preached to the Jews, but there's still groups of Jewish believers who are only speaking to other jews mm-hmm. and so there's this we 're only going to talk to our people, and you know a few people kind of uh were radical enough i guess to to keep doing what the Holy Spirit was doing and pursuing um the gentiles and so that's the story. I guess, did anything stand out to you that you wanted to talk about? Yeah,
1: there's the, a couple of things. One is, it's interesting that God gives this vision to Peter. And it, it, I, I never noticed this before until you just read through it again, that he says that the God gave him that vision and spoke that to him three times. <laughs> and it's like Peter's... Arguing with God. Uh, completely. Like, yeah, no, God, you got this wrong. You know, this isn't gonna go out to the Gentiles. Surely is, no. Yeah, surely no. And it says <laughs> no Lord, which is hilarious because it's one or the other. It's either no or he's Lord. It's it can't be both. Ooh,
0: that's good. You know, that'd preach.
1: Yeah. So the the interesting thing to me is is Peter's stubbornness here.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And you actually see that because there, there's other times where there's things that happen in threes with Peter. So Jesus asking, "Do you love me?" Oh, you're right. And then uh, and Peter deny him. denying Jesus three times, and then God giving him this vision and saying three times, "No, the gospel is for the Gentiles as well. They're included in this." Yes. It's just interesting that God understands. You know, it's a, it's a good reminder that God understands our own obstacles and stubbornness and um and meets us where we are and gives us what we need so that we can get on board with what he's what he's doing um and his patience with peter is pretty pretty interesting to me
0: and my assumption is is that god's saying something to to us as well in some area of our life that we're saying no to yeah you know god and he'll keep coming back he's patient with us but he'll keep coming back to us and saying hey what you think is right in this situation mm. you've justified it completely you believe this 100% mm. you're wrong mm. and and the lord will keep meeting us there and saying actually it's this and he'll flip our worlds upside down saying what you think is right is actually wrong and what you think is wrong is actually right and he'll he's teaching you you know what he wants you to do and so you know, I think it's a good point, you know, in, a group, in your group or even in personal reflection for you to be thinking about, is there anything that you're saying, no, Lord, to, where you're yeah. saying, yes, you are, Lord, but I'm not going to do what you say, that you need to be saying, yes, Lord, to. And um, that's the call for everybody this week as you kind of work your way through this story. And I think there's a lot to discuss in here um, that we won't talk about, but um, please dig in Everybody get out your Bibles and continue to be studying through the book of Acts together.